Thank you for listening to this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. If you'd like to listen to bonus episodes, go sign up to the Patreon. That's patreon.com. Clom. Ah, we fucked it. Anyway, you'll look, you'll find a way. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Dear listener, it may not shock you to discover that I am not a big fan of fiat currency. And of course, that might not shock you for a number of reasons. Maybe because I seem like the sort of conservative fellow who um, backs the gold standard and things like that and would never go in for something like fiat currency. Or maybe that would not shock you because why would that shock anyone that's not very interesting or novel? And maybe it wouldn't shock you because you don't know what fiat currency is. And maybe it wouldn't shock you because from the time that I started talking to now, you've died and you can't be shocked by anything. Or man, so on and so forth. I don't like fiat currency. And it came to a head this week. I'm listening to Dominic Sandbrook's audiobook, uh, Who Dares Wins, which is all about Britain from the late 70s through the 80s. And it was a time of great inflation. More inflation than we're living through now. And a couple things have stood out to me uh, from this book. One... Football hooliganism sounds like a lot of fun. I know people have died. I know it's boorish. It just feels like that sort of street violence. Gee, I hope this doesn't come back to bite me as a quote. But I can really see in Dominic Sandbrook's descriptions of football hooliganism in the 1980s just how much fun it must have been to beat the sh** out of people in the street. And it's given me an appreciation for oi music, which I think is a sort of post-punk music that just involves people saying, oi! But anyway, also an obsession with inflation. I'm thinking about inflation a lot, especially because I have a podcast where hitherto I've been trying to gain 500,000 Australian dollars to buy a boat. Hello, and welcome to the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. 
If you're a first-time listener, you might not know that's the point of the show. And it is. Sometimes I get distracted, but basically it is about me trying to buy a boat. And as well as reading or audiobooking, I just say reading in conversation because it makes you seem smarter, you know, than I was listening to an audiobook. Because any rube can listen to an audiobook, but only a man of great intellect can drag his eyes across the page. But I was audiobooking it. There's precious little time for reading with a family. Uh, well, and being an attentive member of the family, I think if I was a worse dad, I'd get to read more. And indeed, sometimes I do fantasize about having a big leather armchair in a separate room of the house, father's study, you know, like that weird angry dad in that first famous five book, or uh, I think the magician's nephew. This was an, this was a trope in literature throughout the pre... Well, I actually don't know if it was a trope or if that's just two examples and I'm misremembering because I don't read enough books to know if it's a trope. Excuse me, let's get to the nuts and bolts. I've been reading about inflation and then I was having a little scroll on my phone, which frankly is what I do. It's not the children who take away my reading time. It's the scrolling. Daddy loves to have a scroll. And I was scrolling and I saw all these articles saying, Hey! The Australian currency is collapsing. And I thought, when I saw that news, probably the same thing that a lot of you thought when you saw those articles. What does this mean for James Donald Forbes McCann's plans for boat ownership? Well, I tell you, I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good at all. If the Australian dollar collapses, my understanding is that boats that can go on the sea have a sort of global currency value. Because you can just take that boat across the sea and sell it in a country where demand for boats is high, as opposed to housing, which might collapse. And if you have an exterior, you know, you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? So if the Australian dollar collapses, even if I'm earning lots and lots of Australian dollars, I'll never get a boat because the paper money will be pointless. And then there's the, the entire other question, as I raised at the beginning of the podcast about the moral worth of fiat currency. Well, come to think of it, I don't think I actually did talk about the moral worth of fiat currency. I just said I, I didn't like it very much, and then I moved on. I question its moral worth. And as we move, I think these problems become worse as we move to, you know, the online online money. They don't let you get money out anymore. They limit the amount of money you can get out in Australia. I, well, maybe on the cardless cash, because I can never find my bank card. Probably a pretty good safety measure. I read it somewhere else that they're making, they're trying to get rid of cash. They're getting rid of cash. And I don't like cash. And cash is increasingly worthless. And I want to be a good custodian of the money that's coming in for the podcast. So I've made a decision moving forward about how I'm saving for the boat. It's a big decision, and I'm about to share it with you now... I'm collecting silver coins. Fiat currency, be gone. I abide by no man's fiat. Silver coins. Now, the current exchange rate for coins to boat, I think this means I need 1,000 silver coins. These are, they mint them. I actually have my first round of silver coins here. Yes. Here's my sack of silver coins. Gee, it's, it is a bit hard to not feel like Judas um, when you're carrying around a sack of silver coins. Might have to... I'm also open to having other forms of precious metal. Something about a bag of silver coins. Very Judas-y. 
Judas energy. I'll tell, tell you one thing that strips it of the Judas energy. It's not 30. I think that's how many Judas had. It's less. We're not that far along. So income for this podcast comes in two streams at the moment. Uh, the first stream is the Patreon. And please do sign up to the Patreon. I love having people on the Patreon. And uh, if you want to hear about our plans for making a movie, Sam Clark and I, that's all happening on the Patreon. I finished the script this week. I locked myself away in the office and I finished the first draft of Brad's Glove. And it's, uh, it's going to be a feature film length. Anyway, we'll talk about that on the, on the Patreon. Don't forget to join. So there's that money. And there's the money from other plans that I've done. The art auction. Previous and upcoming books of poems. That sort of thing. And that money goes into making more plans. But usually, I try and save what I can. But often, I just take the money from the plans. And then I double down into making a new plan. My hope is that the plans get bigger and more exciting. A lot of that money goes to Sam Clark who churns out a lot of YouTube content and is now helping me to make a feature film, which may make enough money off its own back to buy a boat, I'm hoping. And those are our active revenue streams. We've got to do things for the patrons. You know what I'm saying? We've got to make the plates, send them off around the world in a way that doesn't actually... It's not. I've got to start checking if when I do things like that, it's going to make money or cost money. The plates were not as expensive as the mugs, but... Um, it was still, it was burdensome. And that was paying Margot very little money. Margot's now left the country. I miss Margot very much. Oh, poor Margot. Hello, Margot, if you're listening. Give me a call. And the second stream is passive income. So we have a YouTube channel that is advertising engaged, and money just flows in. It's like a few dollars a day. People watch the YouTube, and the money flows in, and I don't have to do anything. I can add more YouTube, but as the star grows and the podcast gets bigger... That money flows in. And the other passive revenue stream I had hoped would be advertising on the podcast, which uh, the company that is hosting the podcast has got their bum into gear and seems to have sorted out that whole system now so that I could be running ads and getting money for the podcast. But I'm sufficiently annoyed. The episode Ads Disabled a few weeks ago, I, I talk about how annoyed I was. So I'm not doing that for the time being. At the moment, it's just... The YouTube. So basically my plan is as follows for buying a catamaran. We've got a bunch of plans that are snowballing and reinvesting and making a lot of money, but that's not profit for the boat, you know, because I want to keep using that money. But then if all I'm doing is re-upping and re-upping and re-upping, I don't think that's a good thing to do. That's like a gambler's mentality. Oh, we did an art auction. Well, let's take that money and let's put it back in an even bigger art auction, which we are doing. But maybe that art auction won't be successful. I hope it is. October 13. We'd love to see you there at the big art auction at Praxis. But who knows? It's good, I think, to just constantly be taking out and saving money. So I'm going to take, I'm going to put a dam up. I'm going to dam... D-A-M-N. I guess that is spelled the same way as to damn something. But we'll put up a big wall around that stream so that we're always getting closer. It's not just a matter of, you know, being flashier and bigger and more exciting, which is where I always go intellectually. So at the moment, at some point, if we get podcast ads, we'll start damning that money too. But for the time being... Uh, we will keep reinvesting all the other money in plans and our team of employees 
but the YouTube advertising that comes through, I will keep. And because I don't believe in fiat currency, I will keep it in the form of these beautiful silver coins. Now, at the moment, uh, we have $300 that's come through the YouTube advertising, separate to all the other money. Books of poems, shows. But in terms of just pure YouTube advertising profit, it doesn't make a very jingly noise. I'm going to take it out of the bag. Yes, that sounds more substantial. Six a pure silver. It's like nine, 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 nine. Six beautiful silver coins that will always have value. I do believe. Unless silver... Man, if they figure out how to make silver in a laboratory, I'm screwed. But I, they haven't done it yet, and why would we think they're going to do that soon? Silver, six silver coins, um, roughly $50 per silver coin. That's the price in Australia if you go into a shop and you want to buy a silver coin at the moment. And I tell you, so I've got so many different we've silver got, coins here. Yes, we've got the 2022-2022 Australian coin. Got that one. Excuse me, I don't want any of the coins to fall off and lose them. Uh, this one has a kookaburra on it. That's the 2021 Australian silver coin. Let's have a look at this one. This is a 2008 uh, kookaburra Australian. Oh, don't fall onto the floor of the Volvo silver coin. Then we have uh, two. Oh, gee, they are a bit hard to. It's a bit easier when it's in the bank account to keep track of them. Uh, these two are English silver coins from 2023. Um, and 2023, respectively. And then the last coin here is, I think, a, oh, it's a beautiful, I think they're called Maplebacks. It is a um, it is a coin from Canada in 2020, and it's got our beautiful dead monarch, Elizabeth II, on them. I can't imagine. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That was good listing for anybody. Six silver coins purchased for the $300 that has come through on the YouTube so far. And as more money comes in on the YouTube, let's put that away there, we will get more silver coins. And as we, you know, if we secure a deal with a brand we believe in on the podcast, then that advertising money will come through also. And we'll just put that aside into the silver coins not reinvesting that into any plans, just keeping that safe. I was about to say secret. You don't get much less secret than announcing you've got six silver coins. I feel sort of 
safe saying I've got six silver coins because um, I'm pretty sure if you wanted to rob me, you'd take the phone. The phone I've yet the silver coins yet to exceed in value other things I have on my person. The laptop that I have so much more valuable than the six silver coins. But in time, I hope to have one thousand silver coins, which will buy me a boat. One thousand silver coins at fifty dollars a coin is uh fifty. No, wait, no. Ah, crap. That's only that would be fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Ah, man. I felt like I was. It's a hot. How many? Do I, I need ten thousand. No, that can't be right. Hold on. It's fifty. Yeah, I need 500. I do need to... Ah, crap. Okay. 10,000 silver coins. Ah, it seems like a lot. I couldn't buy the smallest amount of gold they had in the shop for my YouTube money. Ah, mercy. All right. Sorry, that's a downer. Ah, crap. 10,000... I'm so far away from having 10,000. I thought 1,000. Six is actually sort of... It's not close, but it's like, it's, you know, 0.6%. I'm on 0.06%. That's probably safe to drive if it's blood content of the alcohol. Ah, it's fine because we have other money and we have other things coming in and other plans. So this is just security, slow building. I feel it's something the Germans would do to have some silver tucked away. So that if the currency collapses and there's hyperinflation, you've got something. You know, at the moment, if the yes, if the currency collapses and the Australian dollar doesn't buy you anything anymore, I can probably go out with my six silver coins and buy one pair of shoes. But pretty good shoes and not on special. Just buy them quick smart. Ah, 10,000. Ah, I've been thinking in my head for days that it was a thousand. Ah, that's I don't even know where I'd keep ten thousand. This would get a safe. That's gonna cost at least eight coins. I thought I could just start by buying a good safe and be like, and I'll keep the coins in there. But I realized the safe would cost more than the coins. So I haven't done that. Maybe I'll just bury them pirate style in a secret location. Ah. Also, I went to a bunch of different shops to try and buy the silver coins, and uh, they they were made. They all they had the same amount. Like I went to one, and then I went to another, and they both said fifty four dollars per coin. And I'm going, but look on the internet, it says a little under fifty dollars a coin. And the lady said, "Oh, it's probably in Sydney. You got to pay to get them over here." But I thought the point of uh, precious metal is that. It was non-perishable, so that transport costs wouldn't really come into it. In this, it's not a rush. To, we've got to get the fresh silver over to Adelaide. The people need it, need it, need it. So I'm also not comfortable that I'm buying. I think there might be a more affordable way to buy the silver. I also bought one additional silver coin, and I gave it as a gift to Sam Clark because it was his wedding. I went to Sam Clark's wedding. It was so beautiful, marrying the beautiful Simi. We went to Africola afterwards, had a beautiful meal, had a cake that was made by Poling Yao. 
and it was tremendous. I had a really nice time. Sam and Simi, before man and God, I uh, pledge myself to protect that indissoluble union. And I basically stopped working with Sam for that. He kept writing to me. He kept going, we can do this, we can do this, we can do this. And I'm saying, Sam, you're getting married. Let's focus on the getting married. But it went off without a hitch. And also, it was one of these more secular weddings. It was an outdoor wedding with a celebrant rather than a church wedding with a priest. But I'll tell you, none of the offensive things about the secular weddings. You know, you go to a wedding. I won't go on and on because I've offended people before by talking about things I don't like at weddings. And then they have that at their wedding. Well, or they have had that at their wedding a couple days prior. And then I've spoken a lot about how much I don't like it. But yeah, writing your own vows. Yuck. Get rid of it. You're You're not a poet. You're not refashioning the wheel. Sickness, health, poverty. What's the last one? No outside sex. Those are three. They're great vows, you know? Keep those. And I was once at a wedding where someone said, I will always travel with you. And you go, well, it was actually not long after that, a coronavirus that shut down the world. I guess the marriage is over. I always try and get that up as a bit on stage, but it never quite gets there. I think it is one of those instances of something that annoys me more than it annoys people in the audience. And I'm there going, don't you hate it? And I perceive the audience going, not especially. I'll just, I want to say this. I know I'm going I'm to talk more about this on the Patreon. Link below, JDF McCann, Patreon. The script, I, it took, so I finished the first draft, then I spent three days going through it again and making it all formatted to look like a real script. And uh, they have all this software they want you to pay for for making a script but if you just if you take half a minute you can do it on pages you don't even need microsoft word you can do it on pages and so i've done it there and it's currently 77 pages long so it's a 77 minute script but there are a couple apparently it's a page and that format it's one page one minute that seems too precise but apparently it does hold up there's a three minute song at the end so it's about 80 minutes it's got to be 90 minutes and the plan is still to make that in November, take a month to do it. Um, Sam Clark is fresh off honeymoon now, and he's going through the script and he's coming up with what is the least expensive way we can make it and shoot it. And then I have been doing something very important, going through different male celebrities and female celebrities. It just happens that almost none of them are women. Uh, but basically, I've been going through lists of people who got me tooed over the last four years to see if any of them maybe didn't do anything that bad and are ready to be reappropriated into the mainstream. And maybe you get a famous person a bit cheap. Because I saw, I was watching the television, and Johnny Depp is back doing commercials for a perfume company. Oh, that's funny. That Remember they got rid of Johnny Depp, and then more came out, and there was a second court case, and then Johnny Depp's back. It's fine. And now Amber Heard is on the way out. So to take a female example, maybe now's a pretty good time to put Amber Heard in a movie. You know? Huh? I mean, you probably don't have to pay her nearly as much as before that second trial. Right? Well, that's what I'm thinking. So they've got these big lists of people. And, uh, you know, some of them are monsters. Some of them, I think. Yeah, some of them have done things that I... I wouldn't want to work with them on a film set, to be honest. 
Kevin Spacey. I know he just won his case, but I'm young and hot, and I don't want Kevin Spacey grabbing a handful of me. I'd be cautious about that. But uh, so I'm gonna, I'm going through that list. Maybe that's something we'll do more on the Patreon. We'll sign up now. Thank you very much. James Donald Forbes McCann, Catamaran Plan, Catamaran Ho, six silver coins down, 9,993, four, 94 to go. And now a whip around from Felix James Miller. Hey, Alex. Hey, Felix. Uh, where are we? We are at Stewart's in upstate New York. Grand institution. Uh, so have you ever heard of uh, the James Donald Forbes McCann catamaran plan? I, I have not. Well, buddy, you're missing out on the best podcast there is. It's about a man with a plan. A plan to buy a boat. He doesn't know how to sail. He doesn't really like the ocean. He's from Australia. He's Catholic. Uh, he's comedian. He's very crass. He's very funny. Uh, and... His plan in life is to get money to buy a boat. He doesn't use any of the money for his fairly impoverished family. Instead, he's using it to buy a boat. You need to listen to every episode, starting with the first one. I I can't even begin to tell you how intrigued I am right now. Great. Well, thank you very much to Felix. And a big hello to Father Legan, who Felix asks that I uh, say a, a big hello to. So thank you, Felix, for sending that in. And don't forget to send in your whip around. Just tell someone about the podcast and we'll put that on. I'm sorry, this bit of the podcast is echoey. I already put my microphone away. So I'm just talking into my laptop. It's more rugged, I I feel. It feels more earthy earthy and real. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.